they've got to, 10 seconds oh! remaining. Three, four, Looks like two. it's going to be a draw. Looks like it's heading for a draw. Maguire down the line. North. Oh! Cells in. It's now time for another match review panel. Hi everybody, welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast. I am your host, Lottie, Eddie, Baldy, whatever you want to call me. First of all, I'd like to start by saying we do have a sponsor, a brand new sponsor for the podcast in ACDMB. So we'd like to welcome them and thank them for joining us and supporting us. ACDMB are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands, so if any companies out there need a new brand or a brand refresh, just get in touch with A, C, D, and B. Thanks to Chris and all the team over there for supporting us, because not only have they jumped on to support this podcast in sponsoring us, they really have also jumped on on the fanzine as well, but we'll talk about the fanzine a little later because someone's asked us about it in the mailbag, so that's sponsorship side done thanks again to ACDMB for sponsoring us I am Lottie welcome to the match review for Leeds versus Wigan joining me for this one is Statman Reese. Statman Reese, do you want to tell everybody what's coming up on today's pod I will do um there's going to be no banter about me being on holiday again because having watched or listened to the uh, to lose your view you and Laurie had a good dig at that one so um, we used all that last week yeah yeah you did yeah <laughs> Um, so no, obviously we're going to review the Wigan match, and we actually do match. have, or hopefully, going to have, um, oh sorry, the first of our three wins against Wigan uh, yep. over the weekend. So hopefully, going to have a Wigan fan joining us for that as well. Uh, we're going to talk about the women's match uh, as well. Another win, another win. Yeah, and then we're going to look at the transfers. Obviously, we've had Sangre formally confirmed, and James McDonald from Wigan. Um, and then we want to talk about the Super League roundup, although. Not all the games will be finished by then, and then we'll go into the mailbag, as usual. Excellent. And joining us to review this amazing win is our... It's pretty much confirmed now, Reese, that he is our resident Wigan hater, I think. <laughs> I think I was just talking to him before we went live. I'm sure that this is Mark's third or fourth time he's reviewed Leeds battering Wigan. Mark, how are you doing, mate? 
Oh, good. Thanks a lot, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Oh, welcome back. It's always good to have you back on. As as you you know how this podcast works, I don't have to teach you anything. We start with the positives. This whole game, the whole everything about this, I'm st- I'm still smiling now. So the whole game's positive. What I would like to know from you both, if I can, on, on a slightly different angle, is going into this one. I don't know. I'll ask you now, Mark. How do you feel like ahead of this game, go, walking down towards Headingley? What were your thoughts on on the game before it had kicked off? I, I just didn't want us to get embarrassed, I'll be honest with you. I just wanted us to, if we could walk away with a grafting, you know, have a dig for 80 minutes, give them a game, yeah. then uh, that, that was the best I was hoping for. I've been following Leeds for th- nearly well, 40 years, really, now. So I've got a lot of war scars playing against Wigan. Believe me, believe yeah, me, especially in eighties and early nineties. So I mean, it, it was more in hope. It was just I knew, you know, our situation in terms of who we're missing, especially Lehman, no halfbacks or recognised yeah. halfbacks, you know, a decimated pack. And mm. to be fair to Wigan, they're up there on merit this year. Yeah. I like the in terms of their attacking brand. I like how Pete has got them playing. They've still got that Wigan side to them, which, well, they're always going to have that, aren't they? But, uh, you know, they, 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 are, they are, and they've got pace and threats all over the park, so I just wanted us to keep it respectable. Because, I'll be honest, although I didn't expect us to beat St. Ellis, I expected us to give them a game mm. and they wiped the floor. That last half an hour, we just imploded. And yeah. It wasn't the defeat, it was the manner of defeat that really wound me up. You know, you know, like, with, uh, you know, him, you know, him who shouldn't be mentioned, the million, the multi-million who can't be asked. <laughs> yeah. you, know I mean? you, can Mark, well. you can tell Mark listens to the podcast. Yeah, know, I like that. Well done, Mark. Point for you. He's always so, one of my favourites. So, I'll, I'll never... I, I, I'm like most, most, most rugby fans, I get emotionally involved. You know, it means a lot to us. It's not just a game to us, is it? You know what I mean? Born in Leeds, brought up on rugby league. You know what I mean? Same with Wigan Saints. And I know it means a lot to us. So a lot of times you are emotionally invested rather than just, it's not just a game to us. So, mm-hmm. but I'm, I've always been proud of our kids and our production line. Mm-hmm. Win, lose or draw, I've always walked away from, like, from academy games or when they've been thrown in a deep end. And yeah. you can always put your hat on them, you know. So I had no doubts. The likes, you know, what I mean, Muzzy, Gannon, New, you know, what I mean, they were going to have a dig. It was, you know, I had my major doubts were across, you know, the senior players because sometimes young lads just need that bit of, you know, something to follow. And I thought, as soon as we stepped on that pitch, Oledski, Newman, at one to seventeen, they all stepped up. And that first ten minutes, I'm like, all right, okay, we're in this, and then. When we exploded and started going out of a score, you could see confidence lift in them visibly. Yeah. And then, then they just they just played they just played ends up rugby what were in front of them and the game plan switching Newman and Sutcliffe. Subtly mm-hmm. I didn't really, I recognise it from I was thinking, what's he doing there? And then at the end of the game, when you watch when you watch it back and watch uh, Rosemith's interview, that glint in his eye, well, yeah, there were a reason for that. And then you think about wow well, you you're a lot smarter than you look, you know what I mean? It's, it's it's a <laughs> yeah, we're like, wow. And that that first hit on field I thought, yeah, well, we've got his we've got his card stamped. Yeah. So it were enjoyable. I, I just look it was most like I said before we came on, it was most complete eighteen minutes I've seen from us in eighteen months two year easily. Reese, you were on holiday, weren't you? 
Yes, so I was just... flying back on Thursday right. night. So um, I said to my dad, because my dad was, was a holiday family, they're staying out there. Um, but I said to my dad before I got the coach transfer back saying, I know I'm going to get back home, see the score. I'm going to have to do this podcast and knowing that we've lost again. Because uh, I just didn't I didn't see us beating Wigan, personally, especially after how the, the, the game went, the return leg uh, at their place yeah. early in the season. Um, so my revelation was, Got landed at Lee's Bradford, obviously bumping as usual because it's Lee's Bradford. Yep. Um, notifications came through, saw the scoreline for, oh Christ, that's a hammering, swiped, went onto our group chat. Get rid of chat. it quick. Yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> went into our group chat and saw, wow, what a win, what an atmosphere, well, how good was that? And they're going, eh? So I had to go back onto the score and see that we'd won. Um, and then I've, I've watched the game uh, in full now and well, one, I thought the atmosphere was, was amazing. And I think, obviously, that was set up, in my opinion, set up with the women, obviously, doing what they did in, the, in the first game. Um, I'm gutted I wasn't in the stadium for that because it sounded absolutely incredible. But just the the style of rugby, the, what Rowan said he wanted to bring, I think I think we've seen glimpses of it in parts of it in game, but to see it to that level against a good side was just brilliant and I think the whole thing that topped up for me was that smile for Rowan Smith like I just, it, it, it just I love that we, smile we've never seen him smile and the pure joy I think the whole port that there was I think there was pure joy from everyone in the crowd the players and him when when Murray scored um mm. which is a really good try by the way but yeah I just think everything about that night was just brilliant well going before the game you know, we were, we were talking on WhatsApp, my friends talking on, you know, as you do, DMing people on Twitter, everyone saying, how do you think it's going to go? You know, and I would tell everybody, I just hope we don't get nilled because I'm really struggling with the players we had out and, you know, the side we put out. I was just thinking, oh, God, you know, the form we're going to in, you know, oh, we're, in, we're in for an hiding here. But then Leeds have done this to me before in that, when I really write them off, they just slap me straight in the face and say, you just forget, you know, why, why even now, the, you know, you forget that we've still got it in us. I mean, to put a performance like this, Mark, with the players we had out, the form that Wigan are in, Newman coming back from his back. I mean, Harry Newman, we're playing like a man possessed, like, like they're playing like three players, Mark. That, that's the class of the kid. That is the class of the kid. That kid could go up to the top at every level. The world is his oyster for him. It is, it is. And for me, this is another example where you should be putting your marquee money. Where you should be putting your market in. Reese has literally just said that off air. Yeah, and I was, I've been saying it on Twitter since a couple of days as well, well since the game. I mean, got, why... why... You know, we want to keep the best young players in this side. And, you know, the only way we can challenge with NRL and Union is giving him marquee okay. money. Yeah. I'd give his mum and dad a contract for a five-year contract as well, mate, if it means yeah. he stays. A little sweetener. <laughs> whatever, whatever way it means necessary. Whatever it takes, Gary Everington. Yeah, you, you put your marketing on him, all your kit launches are through him, all your, you know, all your... PR stuff, your foundation stuff. He's the poster boy now. One, He's the one, one that can take him forward. One of the ways we keep him is winning. Yeah, and that recruitment, he, keeping his he mates as well. 
he isn't going to play for a side that isn't challenging every year. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because he said when he signed this one, NRL were queuing up, Rugby Union were queuing up. Mm-hmm. And now his level is going to keep going and going and going. Because he's just that good. He really is. I mean, I know a lot of Saints fans are going about Percival and whatnot, oh, and they're going about that Herbie yeah. Farmer for Brisbane. There's not one English centre around today that can touch that kid. No. Not one. I don't think there's a player in the league. No. Yeah, I said it. I'm, 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 I can go along with that. I mean, I when he plays like he did on Thursday, like a man possessed, just he went everywhere. The couple of his defence, his defence, I think. I think it, it was magic last year against Tull and it, it, he had a similar game to what he had on Thursday where yeah, yeah. everything he, he did... Yeah. Yeah. For his try and he dropped him. Yeah, he ran yeah. over Sneed and everything he did, defence, just, it just a, a, t- a real legit 10 out of 10 performance and you've got to think as well and I do think that this did kind of spur him on but he's just come off a two-game layoff and you're like, eh? Yeah, but that's... Three, first, that's he, he actually channeled that so he'll he's obviously I, I can't say he's learned from it already but if that that's how he needs to control any frustration or temper is put it into your game like that to play that way yeah if, if I just I, I mean I thought it was man of the match but someone we've spoken about this a few times probably with yourself Mark but obviously Jared O'Connor started at nine and I, I thought, thought he was I, I thought it were excellent. Again, I, I thought it was unbelievable. Kid, I'm so glad we kept him. I'm so glad we kept him. Yeah. He's one of them that you want in your team because he's one of them that he's going to be in and around pack all nine, but he'll do the job that you need of him. And he's solid. He's nails. He punches above his weight. He's grafted. Yeah. He believes in it. And I, I saw the interview where when he renewed his contract and he was like, well, I have to wait. I want them to speak to anybody else because I want to stay with my mates. Yeah. That's what we've got to recreate. That that's the found it. That's the blueprint that started that in two thousand and three. That's what. That's what I keep going banging on about. Banging on. I get loads of stick on Twitter about. Oh, you know, you always say these kids are good and all that. You don't know until you play them. Back mm. up. If you give them, if you give them fifteen, twenty games, or you give them like thirty games over two seasons, and they don't work out, then fine. fine. Give them a chance because. A kid from Leeds in a Leeds shirt that's come through our system will always give you 110 percent whether you're 60 up or 60 down. Mm. A lot of these big name signings, they'll shy away from it or they'll do something stupid. You know what I mean? They, they, they won't really want to get stuck into it. And to be fair, I bagged him for the last 18 months. Bodine Thompson, I thought he were excellent. Yeah. Him and McLean, I, thought, I thought them too. I thought they were awesome. <laughs> and and again, I think that's some that Rowan's got out of him by putting him, you know, in back row, and then when he needs to go back in front row, he has. He don't he don't look lazy. He don't look disinterested. Don't get me wrong. I want him moving on at the end of year. I still stand yeah. by that. I think an overseas spot can still play he well can though, play can't he? You know, he can still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he could go on better terms yeah. because I think so far since Rowan's come in, his rise and improvement has been up there with everybody's. So he definitely, and then so you know, like that young kid from Wakefield, unfortunately, they recalled him. He didn't look out of place. Muzzy, Mikolai did some huge minutes, and then obviously mm. you've got Bentley and Martin. Everybody from one to seven saying they were all great. Just but, um, Reece, Jared, Jared O'Connor, that's his fourth start a hooker now. I think 
Um, I can't get the stats from the game because Super League haven't put them all on for the Rhinos. So <laughs> um, I've got stats for five players and one of them is not Jared O'Connor. Um, but that, you would have made his foot. He, had, he hadn't recorded a clean break this year. I know you'll definitely have one of those because it was in a setup for the second try, wasn't it, when he made that clean break? Yeah. Um, but I think what I mean, I, I I think Brad Dwyer has been really good the last couple of games for Leeds as well. He's really injected his his pace. But I think the difference why I prefer O'Connor in this argument is the def- defensive work that O'Connor puts in in that marshalling of that bit. I think is brilliant, and yeah. I'm really glad to see that he he looked he looked more like a hooker than he's ever done before. And that's the strangest work phrase I've ever used on this podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where did you but, go on holiday? Um, <laughs> yeah, didn't have doors. Um, but no, I, I think he looked more, more and more like that position going forward. But as Mark said, there wasn't a player that put an eight out of ten, a lower than an eight out of ten in terms of score wise. No. In fact, you could probably justify at least a nine for nearly every one of them. I think everyone just played the hearts out, played for each other. I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe. A- Maybe a ten for every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's. Seven for the one to seventeen and eleven for Rowan. Yeah, you talk you talk about Rowan there, and I kind of me, me and my f- friend walking out the game, having the dread of walking, driving to the game, and talking to him, and you know, walking out Ted, we were just dreading it, absolutely dreading it, and then walking out, we were both kind of think saying like. The impact that he's made in such a short space of time has been... I mean, if you remember us under Agar, we stunk the whole league out. We were awful. And Smith's come in. Smith's come in. Short period of time. Two months, I think, whenever long he's been here. We've scored more than... I think we're now... One of the top scorers in the league. And then... Since he started, yeah. Since he started. And then... The performance last night against that informed Wigan side with the same players. So to me, this proves that this is the right man for the job. The fact that what he's squeezed out of these players that he's been given. Imagine the side and what he can do with a side that he's chosen, Mark, and that is moulded. You know, in- yeah. yeah. I, I must admit, I have questioned him a lot since he got here, especially mm. around certain selections. Yeah, um, but uh, again. I suppose that's that's my mistake judging them under Agar. Yeah. So, well, as a perfect example, like I mentioned before, moving Thompson back into back row, subtle things like that, switching Newman and Sutcliffe around. You know, it, the, been ignoring the temptation to put Ardaker at centre, but keeping him at fullback and put Trusty Myler at seven. Oh, I mean, say like we uh, Reece said there about O'Connor, he actually looks like a, hot, a hooker now. You can see them in each every player that they've got that backing off the coach to play heads up in front of them, but you know stick to a plan. And if they make a mistake, you're gonna, you know, rip into them. Like mm. after, after after Toulouse, I, I was gutted after Toulouse. I must admit, I got a dodgy link for it to watch. And I thought it was poor. I really, mm. I, thought, I mean, I know it were up, but it were up for both teams. And I was thinking, well, these are bottom at league. You know, what are we doing? I thought the tries we conceded were pretty soft. Hmm. I mean, I don't want to sound disrespectful to lose, but if, we, if we're serious as a club, we shouldn't be, you know, getting beat so easily. 
But then again, back to what you said, it's this process. Whilst he's bedding in, there are going to be bumps in the road. It's, it's like we know, it's still not his squad. He's still, you know, working with what he, what he inherited. So the, the positives are starting to far outweigh the negatives. And, you know, I, I love the business we've done, which we're going to move on to mm. later on. But yeah, you, you, can, you can see that confidence in each other. The players have been instilled in by him. Mm. And like you said, you've seen him smiling after the game. He's, he's interviewing, he's very coy. And you can see that glint in his eye. And you're like, oh, well, we, we knew what we were doing. Yeah, you know I mean, we had this nailed on. <laughs> and it, it was just well, it was so well, good to see it. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know what I mean? Oh, fat, fat lad with your beard. Don't be slagging me off on Twitter anymore. I'm like, no, Rowan, I won't. <laughs> Just a, a, just a note on that as well. Pre-Rowan Smiths, if you look at the gaze of Agar and JJB, we were scoring 2.5 tries a game. We're now scoring 4.9 a game under uh, Rowan. Yeah. So we're almost doubling the amount of scoring we're doing. Um, our Wigan friend has joined us. So do you want to introduce him, Molly? Yes, thankfully. I bet he's... Um... Chuffed about this one. Though I was speaking to him prior to the game, just about him, his appearance on the podcast, and I was like, "Don't worry, you, as a Wigan fan, you are going to be reviewing a win." Amazingly, it's completely flipped on its head. Joining us now is uh, the Wigan fan, Daniel. Um, can we get him in? Here he is. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Hi, guys. You're all right. Yeah, welcome along, mate. Oh, we're um, great, mate. We're great. We're fine. <laughs> Surprised. We was we were talking prior, as I said there, prior to the game. I was expecting. I've just said on the pod now, nothing. I will hope. I was glad if we scored a, a point, a penalty. Going into this one, how did you feel as a Wigan fan that you? How did you feel it were going to go? Well, when we when we were in the initial conversation about me coming on, I think I, the exact words I used were after the Lord Mayor's show, especially <laughs> after the um, the manner of how we beat Hull the previous week. Yeah. But I still sort of expected us to, to get the win. Um, what we actually served up was, well, you saw it for yourselves from us. Um, we just didn't get off the bus in the first 20 minutes and that, that killed yeah. us, essentially. Hmm. What did um, you make What did you make of the performances? Because I've shot with the game before. Bevan French and Jayfield, Jayfield were pretty much on fire. Do you think Leeds nullified them quite well or do you think they had a poor game? Probably a bit from column A and a bit from column B, really. I mean, mm. if if Rowan Smith hadn't uh, sort of activated that as his game plan in the week, then he's a better coach than, than we think he is because, you, you know, you, you look at the threat that those two players in particular can, um, can provide and yeah, they, they they were nullified, and I also think they had a bit of an off day as well. Obviously, I know Bevan French isn't going to score seven tries every week, but you know, I was expecting him to. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, I think you've got to play Hull every week at the moment if you want to be doing that. I think. Yeah, I think right big, there, if you want to be putting big big points on the board, I, I I went to the game, but then I saw the uh, interview with Matt Jenna Brooks to be Matt Pete afterwards. I thought he spoke. Very, very well in terms of you know he didn't he didn't particularly say because a lot of, a lot of coaches will kind of go on and say oh it with this it with this it with this but I found Matt Pete incredibly 
refreshing. It's how I like a Leeds coach to be, you know, after a defeat to say credit to them, you know, we were rubbish. How have you found life under Peter Wigan, Daniel? It's been great, you know, so far. Mm. I mean, for a coach, the, the, the buzzword that he's been using a lot has been culture. And yeah. I think he's trying to sort of bring back the, the Wigan culture of um, like when we were kids and stuff like that, you know. Mm. Um, for him, obviously, to have, he was. I think the Challenge Cup final was something ridiculous, like only his 17th game in charge. Oh. Now to to win a trophy in, in after seventeen games in charge of any sporting team is is a great achievement. To do it in charge of a club the size and stature of Wigan, I think is you know is even is even better. Um, we've played some fantastic rugby this season. You know, there's no two ways about it. And without wishing to disrespect other clubs in the competition. Mm. I do possibly think we might be the only team that is capable of stopping St. Helens. You know, we did it in the semi-final of the Challenge Cup. And for us to go from where we were last season at this stage mm. to where we are now, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's quite refreshing. You know, being part of the Wigan space on Twitter, it's all been doom and gloom for the past couple of days. Mm. But without, you know, and you, you do look at your own team's performance, but... Actually, at the same time, I think we actually just need to recognise how good Leeds were on Thursday. Mm. They they turned up. They wanted the game a lot more. Um, yeah. You know, you couldn't tell that if you'd have thought if you'd have said one of these teams had been playing in thirty five degree heat in the south of France the previous week, you'd have thought it was Wigan mm. because Leeds came flying out the traps. They wanted to put a show on for the crowd as well, which was which is great to see, and it was a good crowd yeah. as well. The, the yeah. crowd was the fourteenth man, mm. and yeah, we we. I think we, I think we was a little bit complacent. If I'm going to be honest with you, it's like I say, we didn't get off the bus in the first 20 minutes, and that was the the killer. Hmm. So why are you just go back to Matt P? I think it was John Winter that put a tweet on saying something about I don't like how the fact that Matt P. I'm, I'm liking Matt P. <laughs> after that, shouldn't like a Wigan coach, <laughs> but like this, like like stop doing this. It's not fair. He just came um, across so well in that interview, yeah. honestly. You know, if that had been a previous uh, Wigan coach's shame, um, I'm going to say his Sean name. Wayne. Thank you. I nearly said shame one. Um, Sean Wayne, like you never have got that out of him. Well, Daryl um, Powell's the worst one, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a face yeah, like a big baby, doesn't he? When he loses, oh, he's, doing he's, doing great, he's doing a great job, though, isn't he? Speaking yeah, about, speaking about culture. They've got a problem. Sorry, I just stole that. So, what are your, Daniel, what are your expectations for rest of the year with Wigan then? Do you reckon get to the grand final and get one over Saints? Or... I, I, think, I think we will reach the grand final, yeah. Mm. Um, it's. it's I look at it a little bit like how we looked at the semi-final of the Challenge Cup. Mm. It's a one-off game. Mm. Anyone can beat anyone on the day. It, without wishing to make this sound like some sort of speech out of like any given Sunday or something like that. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, can, <laughs> anyone can beat anybody in a one-off game. Mm. Whether we do or not, I don't know, because Saints, Saints have got that extra gear that can... Yeah, the champion sides have. And we talked about it when um, we did our podcast about Leeds a few weeks back, mm. and they also showed it last week when they beat Huddersfield. You know, they they found a way to dog out result a, a result when the, the deck was stacked against them. You know, going down to twelve men 
and still being able to beat a team and also prevent them from scoring. Mm. In many ways, it's equally as impressive as us going and winning 16-0 and having someone score seven tries. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Bevan French, do you think he'll stay at Wigan? Do you think he'll leave? Do you think he'll NRL Super League? Have you heard anything? You wanted him to to stay, won't you? Oh, I I want him to stay, of course I do. I want him to have a lifetime Mm -hmm. contract. Do you think he will? Hmm? I think... think I think it depends on how well we do at the end of the season. Hmm. I feel if we either win the grand final or we push Saints close, hmm. I think he'll stay. But if we don't, if we either don't make the grand final or if we go there and we get absolutely hammered, I think the lure of the NRL might be a little bit too much hmm. because that's the only way I can see him. Going, transferring and staying competitive because I don't, and not disrespecting any team in Super League, it's not a backward step and it's not a forward step to join another club in Super League. I see it as a bit of a sideward step because mm. um, the, the main rumour has been if it's going to be a Super League club he stays at, it's going to be Hull. Yeah. Um, Why would he go there? And they look great. <laughs> Yeah, they're absolutely pants. Why'd he go there? I did, say, I did say that the once the seven try salvo a bit of a, a taster for them uh, for next year. But at the same time, I've heard rumours um, that he, he potentially might be going to Lee. Lee, yeah, which is madness. Oh, um, again, we, that that has to be a made up rumour. It's sure. got to it be. It's gonna have NRL offers for God's sake, isn't it? I think it's. I'd, I'd like to think it's a bit of Derek Beaumont just being Derek Beaumont and, um, you know, touting Lee's name out for for the sake of it. But if, if you're going to stay, Canterbury, New Zealand, Lee, exactly. Lee. And the thing with it is, if you're going to stay, up, if you're going to stay in that area and play for a team that plays in red and white, I just just stay at Wigan. Stay there. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Why would you go to Lee, especially when you're at Wigan at minute round corner? Speaking of Wigan players, we have confirmed that we've signed one, haven't we, Reese? Yeah, uh, James McDonnell, who is actually playing at Lee at the moment. Um, and from my, there's, there's no stats on him because Championship doesn't have any, but obviously I've seen a couple of things. He got your try of the year last year, didn't he? That right, he did indeed. Just, yeah, um, and his, that was his debut try, wasn't it, as well? His first try for you. Um, I believe it, believe it was, yeah. Yeah. What's, I mean, I can't find any stats on him, and obviously that's not my job, is but Super League, Rugby League, just there's, there's, there's nothing. Um, what's your opinion of it all? Um, it's a little bit like when, um, when Matty Nicholson left the other week to go join Warrington. Mm. It's sad to see a young player leave the club because, again, talking, mentioning that word culture. That's always been a big thing with Wigan. We've always brought through academy lads, you know, young young players that have then gone on to become, you know, the, some of the best players in the in the in the history of the game. So it's always sad to see a player move on, but at the same time, I kind of feel we have a lot of depth in our academy. Yeah, and you also don't know who might be on their way in. At the end of the day, everybody's replaceable, so. Yeah, it's, it's sad to see a player move on, but you know, it, it, in the grand scheme, I think 
I think we'll I think we'll survive this one. Who yeah. who impressed you most on the Rhino side from Thursday night? You'll love um, you'll love this podcast. <laughs> talking about <laughs> I um I talked to Twitter not long after the game and I said basically yeah. we're in we're crying out for a centre and if if Here I was comes. Board, I pin be, your ears back everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 I was on the Wigan board, I'd be trying to burst the banks to sign Harry Newman. He was, you know, he's a great. Player. Sorry, I should have said anyone but Harry Newman. Who else? <laughs> yeah, we're awesome. He, he was. He was. He was fantastic. He. Um, but to be fair, there was there was a lot of players. You know, Leeds are thirteen fantastic players on mm. on um, Thursday night. Even. Even dare I say it, Mark Hardacre. But um... <laughs> so right, you're not on a Wigan podcast. It's fine. <laughs> no Wigan fans watching this. Um, Daniel, thanks a lot for joining us. Keep up no, the good work. Do you want to just tell us all about your book and you're writing a book currently and your podcast? Yeah, um, my first book is called uh, Broken Time, which is a written history of rugby league from 1895 to the year 2000. The final chapter um, is the 2000 World Cup, which I think is quite apt to have as a final chapter because for many people it was seen as the um, sort of nadir of, um, of rugby league, certainly in this country. Mm. And I've, I'm just about... Um, got halfway through the sequel, which is called A Different Ball Game, which yes. looks at the key events of the um, of the of the game um, from a British standpoint and from a partial international standpoint mm. uh, from the year two thousand onwards. So we're going to cover a lot of things in there. Um, the chapter that I've just started writing now isn't one that I'm particularly going to enjoy writing because the game is at a is at a loss without them, but it's going to talk a bit about um, the situation at the Bradford Bulls. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to talk too nicely about Bradford on a Leeds podcast, but, <laughs> the you know, the game is at a loss for not having a competitive Bradford Bulls. Oh, team. we miss them. We, 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 we will agree with We will agree yeah. with that. We miss them. You know, pun absolutely intended. They took Super League by the horns. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's a lot poorer for... Not there. Is that um, is that line taken from your book? Uh, it's that not actually, but nobody's going to add it now. <laughs> I might drop it in there now, yeah. Um, and I also have the accompanying podcast, which comes out once a month, um, which is available on the YouTube channel and mm. on Spotify. A gentleman of this parish was my most recent guest on it. So any Leeds fans, massive head. <laughs> any any Leeds fans watching? Um, please have a have a listen. We talk about um, yeah. the Rhinos' overall dominance of the game. It, it uh, was great. In the 21st century, and yeah. Oh, we've got... <laughs> I, I should have sent the Maguire bell to you for that podcast. <laughs> yes. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, have you got um, a release date for your second book, Daniel? Is that... Not currently, no, but I'm hoping right. to have it out in time for the, um, for the World Cup. For the World Cup. Right, so everybody... Um, Keep an eye out for that. Uh, Daniel, it's been brilliant to speak to you. Thanks a lot for sharing some time with us today. No, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Take care. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Still, you're still that with us, Mark? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I lost you for a second there, but I got back in. That was um, 
Daniel. Um, Daniel touched on the atmosphere there, Mark. We, we really haven't spoke about it yet. That, but I think we, we've sort of said on this pod, you need the team to play well. The team are playing well. It feeds in to us sat there, stood there. I think on Thursday, it were like a mixture of just feeding off each other. Like as soon as you know the play, Harry Newman were geeing everybody up and you know think, and then they were playing well, and then it just kind of gained more momentum. That one, that one of best atmospheres, Mark, for quite a quite a while. That that, that that's what we operate as best. So when when yeah. we're in sync, when we're together, absolutely, uh, we have been yeah. disconnected for a while. Like you went back mentioned before under Agar, there were a huge disconnect because people were turning up. Not wanting to be there hmm. in the crowds. Seriously, a lot, a lot of the attendances under Agar were for because you know we're Leeds fans. It wasn't because yeah. we were going to expect to win or see decent rugby. It, it, it were, it were really grim. Hmm. But going back to that, the atmosphere started building when the women were playing. Yeah. So they deserve a hell of a lot of credit because they set the tone. Hmm. People got down early. You see, I mean, what you. Know, I think the. So what, last half hour at Lassie's game, there were a, a decent crowd in there. They were getting behind them, you know, played play some brilliant rugby. So by the time the men came out to warm up, everyone, you know, they were up for it. Like, come on, yeah. let's get into them. Let's follow that. And you, I can't praise that women's team enough on how they play, how they approach the game. And may this continue. Double headers, why not? They deserve to play it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So just to kind of wrap this. Oh, just before you wrap it up, a big oh, word to Ryan Golding as well. Because the Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Impeccable. Bear in mind, he had to cope with those ridiculous temperatures as well uh, in the days leading up to it. It looked absolutely gleaming. It was immaculate, um, Ryan. So. Absolutely immaculate. Um, man of the match, Mark, for this one. I know you could pick any, but who, who are your man of the match, mate? Harry, isn't it? Harry, all Harry day, Newman. every day, twice on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Harry Newman. And we've, we've mentioned one to seven seed. <laughs> and I, I, I've, I've, I will also mention Michael Iger because he, he, he put a massive stint in and he kept going. And yeah. they were rotating their props hand over fit and they couldn't handle him. No, they might not have munched up a lot of meters, but we were making them work every every year. Up, we were making them work. So, they all counted, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they really did. did. And he's starting to thrive in that that responsibility. He's another one. That, you know, give him big money. Yeah, give Harry Newman big money. I'm, we've already got Herbert O'Connor secured. You know what I mean? We've managed to get Reece Martin re-signed. God, that mm. took its time, but that were a relief. Got you know, there's a foundation there now. And you can see a plan. That's all. Fun. We've been all talking about transition, transition for five, six years now. <laughs> and it's been shambles after shambles. You, you see shoots of positivity and it gets shot to shit within two or three games. Yeah. Whereas now we, we, we can see, we can see some, where we're going, the two signings, which we're going to move on. So, so yeah, all positive for me. Brilliant. Brilliant. Reese, you're one of the match. Just a note on Mikolai. He's one of only two players to play every game this year. And I'm pretty sure Mickey has been carrying an injury at some point. Oh, yeah, he's played, he's oh, yeah. played busted a few times. Yeah. Um, so he is he's one of the contenders for play, contenders to play this season at the moment. Um, but for me, um, I think Newman obviously pr- probably should be the name, I should be saying. But I want to say Cam Smith, just because yeah. 
I think he's been yeah. underrated. I think he's. I love a good shout. I think he's had. He's had a bit of shit. You could say anyone in my dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think he's he's been my most underrated player for the team from how the fans, or how I perceive mm. the fans, of think about him. And people always mention his discipline now and then and stuff. I know the Huddersfield one still winds me up, but he was a magnificent again in that playmaking role. So um, Cam Smith. Amazing. One final thing on the game, fellas. Did you notice uh, anyone missing? Sean Long. You know when they could put it up into coaching box. Sean Long. Sean Long. You see old Cyclops were anywhere. Someone, someone tweeted us saying, um, did, the, did the bus fund work? No. <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's, Lottie that, drove him. That, yeah, that is solid. At 81p, Sean, just missing in action, Sean Long. Must have just, <laughs> just handed in, finally handed in the P45 and he's, uh, he's down the road. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's one for the fan base. Uh, not where's Wally, where's Cyclops? Where's Cyclops? <laughs> where's John? <laughs> oh, um, you, Mark mentioned there the women's side. It was a double header. Um, the women's Wigan against Wigan and the men against Wigan. Did you watch this one then, Mark? The women's game? Yeah. Um, um, every chance, I, every opportunity I get to watch a women's match, I'll watch them because the, they are the brilliant. Well, if win, lose, win, lose or draw, you get 80 minutes of commitment from them to play. To play a great brand of rugby league, mm. the tough, the graft, and I didn't know until a couple of weeks ago till they sent Ellen's game. Now a lot of them have to finish technology time at work, but they don't get expenses. Yeah. They don't get expenses. They don't get paid, and I think that's a. I think that's shocking. Mm. I think the club, the RFL, the other clubs, I think they should be at least get get you know match day fees for them because you know they put the bodies online. These lassies, you know what I mean, and then they're going to work nine to five or whatever jobs they're doing. It's I mean, that's what I didn't know. I thought I thought Courtney uh, Winfield Hill were injured, but she couldn't mm. play because she was at work. She couldn't get the time off working. Work. Yeah, working. They, 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 um, they, they definitely deserve some kind of funding. But well, yeah, I, I, I love, I, again, I love watching the women. Saints have got a great team to watch. York have got a good York. team to watch. Yeah, you know, what I mean? there's some quality quality players out there, and. It's good to get this exposure because it's not just a men's World Cup this year. It's men's, women's and wheelchair. It's the board, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Everybody's got to get behind it. If you love rugby league, yeah. watch it all because it's fantastic. It is a rugby league World Cup, isn't it? Everybody Absolutely. that plays yeah. it is, is involved in in this World Cup. I saw excuse me, I saw the highlights and I thought Georgia Rock, Roach, just Roach, yeah. Roach, yeah. I never know how to pronounce that Roach. Ridiculous. How good she is. She's, she's well, she's class. She's unbelievable. I mean, I think it were, did she score two? One. There were one where she made the break and then she just had to beat the fullback and she just gave her a, a step. She just took her one way. Yeah. So just running left. She just knew exactly, exactly where she was going to take this fullback. Just took, just oh, she running like left. And well, just like Robbie Just like Robbie. Yeah, just like Robbie. Just little dick. Yeah. She just, Weighed her up and we're like, right, I'm, there's no way she's catching me. I'm going to take her inside and bang, be her on outside. Just unbelievable. I mean, the, rug, the rugby league brain is just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, some, like Mark said, some of the stuff when you watch, especially this year, it's been better than men's by a million miles. A Cross million it has, miles. yeah. It has. Uh, another one I like, to, I like it all in this women's team. I mean, you learn about Frank Goldthorpe, who's another superstar. Superstar, absolutely. Um, yeah. but we've got this. Yeah. Uh, well, Luke, she plays loose forward prop called Zoe Ormby. 
Yeah. That lad's a motor. And I saw, she did a good offload for yeah. Try, didn't she? Yeah. yeah, she did. She That's put a. Uh, well, didn't she? You up, mate? Yeah. She did score. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. She's been scoring tries for fun, but God, yeah. she's a powerhouse as well. Absolutely, she's like a throwback. You know, when Barry Mack used to play. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and hands of an halfback, but you know, run like a, a proper old school prop. She's like that, mm. but she, she's brilliant to watch. They all are, to be fair. <laughs> I thought there is another double header coming up as well. I believe the club have announced they're having a family day, and I think the women when they play St Helens. I don't think we're playing St Helens that day. We're, we're playing Salford. Salford game, and it's Salford, Salford. at home. Yeah, yeah, Salford women, next women home game. So it's the next. Uh, that's going to be a double header as well. Yes. The women are going to be up for that. So two weeks tomorrow, isn't it? Is it a Sunday? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Sunday the seventh. I know it well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. any listeners, yeah. going to get down there early and watch a, a, a brilliant rugby league team uh, as a as a, a pan of teeth before the lads set the field. They go watch support their women rhinos because they're brilliant to watch. Well, well that's it. They are along with the wheelchair side. They're the best rhinos side, aren't they? Yep. They are, yeah. And again, the, wheel, the wheelchair team completed the treble, didn't they? They beat Wigan 62-40. Just... Yeah, so well, well done to Ewan, who was, uh, who was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago and he was talking yeah. about it. So yeah, he's a good, good lad, he's a good player at all. He's tough. Yeah, tough. Um, there was also one of the women's players who was having having a hair cut off as well for the M&D Foundation as well. Yeah, Barry did it, man. Right in saying yeah, Barry did it. yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to find who it was now, just to... I can't remember who it, it was. was it was... Um, oh, what's her name? She plays on wing, doesn't she? Yeah. Keep talking. I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Tasha Gaines. There you go. That's it, Tasha, Tasha Gaines. Yeah. Well, well done, Tasha, as well. Tasha, yeah, well done. Really nice. Really nice gesture. Um, I think... I think this, this women's side are going to... I think they're going to go all the way for this one. I, th- I think there's only really Saints and and York who are going to pose a threat to them. But yeah, but yeah. I think that that's the top three. Well, us Saints. So, to be fair, again, Saints are the benchmark. But but we beat them. We beat them in, in final minute, minute at their place. What an amazing before, game! Before, before they us up. But... You know, you talk about like Harry Newman. Mark went on talking about him, and you know we love Harry, but. You play, there's players in the women's game at Leeds as well, like Fran Gulf, who's just a, like Mark said, a superstar. These women as well should be front and centre of all marketing and promotional and exactly. The fact exactly. That they don't get paid, and the fact yeah. that you know they have to take annual leave to to go over to St. Helens, so that just so they can represent this club, this. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, three of them, there's three of them that travel down from Newcastle. From Newcastle, yeah. So that, that's Just, Zoe Ormby, uh, Young Hume, who played at seven on Thursday night, and I think it's I think it's Tasha Gaines as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah so the three. Oh no, it's all of McCallion oh, uh, that comes in and plays at dummy dummy half or back row. So so you know that the commitment is there from them. I think the least the club can do, and the sport in general. I mean, RFL are announcing all these profits. Hmm. Then let's get. I mean, they did announce that they've got a nice tournament at Salford next week, and they get, they're actually getting some prize money for the first time. But I, I think we need to look at you know at least you know if you have to take annual leave, make up the wage for them, give them expenses, match fees. It's got to be explored. Of course, it has to. I mean, these ladies, 
are literally paying the trail the trailblazers. Yeah, the, yeah, they're leading the way to play for Leeds to play that, the game. Not, yeah. It has to change, and it has to change quick. I know that there's not much money in the game, but we cannot have these across the game. You know, not just Leeds. They cannot yeah, have oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, these teams the like they are. It's not sustainable, and it it has to change. I mean, there's a World Cup this year, and the, all these ladies are going to be playing in it. You know, representing the country, and I've been. I just find it. There was absolutely. a women's player, and she got made redundant. It wasn't Elise Rhino's player. She got made redundant, unfortunately. So she she was trying to find another job, but that would also <laughs> let her get, have a time off yeah. for the World Cup. She she could only take a job that would allow her to have a time off. Gonna, the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, luckily, she's help. found a job through the power of Twitter. I think it's had helped, but yeah, you know, that's, good that's the there. commitment they're doing. But I do enjoy the fact, before we finish in the sector, I really enjoy the fact that we are leading as a club at the moment. I feel like we're kind of leading from the front of this, this yeah, world mentality, mm-hmm. and we'll have people represented in all three tournaments at the World Cup, which is going to be really great. Well, we yeah. can't forget the PDRL team either as well, yes. the disability guys. No. That are, wow, unbelievable. Uh, again, across bit, all right. clubs, I've I've seen footage of certain games on Twitter and everything like. There were a festival at Lee, and yeah, they were. seeing the joy that because the you know they can play a sport, the sport they love, yeah, that we all love. It's mm-hmm. it's it's breaking down barriers, and again, they're trailblazers. They're leading a pathway for mm-hmm. others to say, "Look, I can go right. play rugby league." Good on them. Good on them. Yeah, they played at Magic, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. Imagine they got a right reception, which is brilliant. Yeah. It's like Mark said, it's just trailblazing. Just it's, we're just living in a period now where you know, come 10, 15, 20 years, we'll see, you know, we'll be able to look back on these sports and be there. We were there at the starting point. See where it's yeah kind of transformed to now. They're just all they're all just trailblazers. It's really good to see. But start paying them. I'll say yeah, start definitely. Them. So bit of a squad rumor. Roundup now, gents, and everyone listening and everyone watching. Ron Smith kind of confirmed quite, quite. I thought quite brutally, quite. Yeah, but we, we know he's on. He's only smiled once. Yeah, so we know he's obviously not the most in his life. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> I imagine he smiled twice. Once when he won the Queen's of Cup with the Red Devils down under, and then yeah. the second time was when Mustafa uh, scored. I know his wife, wife and his family's flying over soon. If she's seen that smile, she'll, she'll be saying to him, Rowan, you didn't even smile on our wedding day. You didn't even <laughs> smile when the kids were born. Why are you smiling when... Uh, yeah, quite brutally, I felt. Um, just in a press conference building up to this game, or was it to, I think it was this game, yeah, that Brad Dwyer is leaving. Rowan Smith literally just said, there's no offer on the table for Brad. Um, it can look elsewhere. Just quickly, because we've spoken about this, Brad Dwyer loads. Mark, is this the right decision to let Brad Dwyer leave? 100% right decision. You feel the same, Reese? Or... I do, and I think it's right because you've got, you're got you developing Jared O'Connor. He hopefully can be the future in terms of that mm. rotation backup option for Lehman. But Dwyer has always given 100% for Leeds yeah. throughout his career. And I wanted, I'd, I'd prefer him to leave on a positive note and uh, and thank him for his time because you know he has again he was part of the Challenge Cup winning squad you know yeah. he's, he's he's played some really important games scored some really important tries so as much there has been criticism of him on here from people on the match review maybe a bit of me sometimes 
you know, he never definitely me. He 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 yeah, always gave well a lot. Too. He always gave a lot for the shirt, which is what we. And it's, it does really seem to be playing well currently as well. But yeah, I do but think that it's he's now like, playing for a contract, isn't he? No, that's it exactly. So it'll work out for us, and it'll work out for him. I do think it's a, it's absolutely the right thing for him to to go our separate ways with him. And then we finally got confirmation that Justin Sangare has signed a two-year deal joining us from 2023. I do have a question about this. Matt Shaw confirmed this months ago. Mm. It feels like months ago. How has it taken so long to confirm it? I think what the I think the club kind of hold on to things. But then if they're holding on to it, why are they telling journals, yeah. you know? Because I do, I do believe the, the that. Club, the club would have told him. The club yeah. was told him was it. got it from the Toulouse end. Yeah, right. They leaked it from that way. Because usually the club would yeah. hold it. And then, you know, after a defeat, and there's that linger of, you know, oh, we've lost, we've lost. And it'll come to Wednesday, 6 a.m., and they'll say, oh, here you go. Here's Justin Sangre. Talk about that for the rest of the week. What do you make of this signing, Mark? It looks a big unit. It's, it, it's, it's well, if we're going to that type of market and we're looking at projects or potential, then I'm all for it. Yeah. You, you can see it, it, it's still a bit raw, but it's powerful. You know, I mean, he, he, he gets stuck in, he puts himself about, and mm -hmm. that's something that we, we've lacked for a long time. And it'll, him coming in, he'll take a bit of the workload off Mikolai. Mm -hmm. By that time, we'll have all right back and firing. So, yeah, oh, I'm 100% on, all for it. All for it. Reese, are you happy with this one? I, I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, I, I haven't seen him play loads. I think when he played at Magic, I thought I was Magic, quite impressed by him. It was the first time I'd really had a chance to watch yeah. him in a full game. Um, it, it, it fits the model of what Rowan said at the start. He wants a young, yeah. developing side. And we're going to have a really young park next year. You know, next signing, which we're talking about in a minute, you've talked about Holroyd, Sam Walters. I mean, Aledsky's still young, he's not old. So, um, but Sangari looks quite athletic. So, I'm really intrigued. Um, and I just hope, like of all the signings we make, I hope it pays off. I think it's a, I think it's a good signing because of his age, and I think it's a good signing because of the 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 length of time that we've given him. It's a two year deal. He's 24, so it's like. Yeah, You've got two years to show us. You know, we're, we're going to back you for two years now. Kind of yeah. show us what you've got, kid. And then off the back of that, you know, we'll just give you another. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like a two-way street where sometimes Leeds will sign a player and it'll be like a three or four-year deal, and I'm just like, you know, don't mind the signing, but the kind of length of time, I'm not. But this kind of works out both ways, and that if he's good. He'll get another deal. Well, he's, he's um, not on marquee money either. Precisely. I don't think I'm right in saying, I'm sure I saw in Matt Shaw's article that he doesn't take a quarter spot. Or have I just made that up? I don't think it does. No, I don't think he does, which is, again, another stroke of genius. So we have signed, I've got written down here, Sam McDonnell. Is that right? No. James McDonnell. James McDonnell. James McDonnell. Yeah. Yeah. James so, McDonnell from Wigan. We touched on him briefly with. Um, Daniel there. What, what do you make on it, Reese? Do you, so have you there's, got anything there's no, on him? There's no real stats from the championship like there is on the Super League match centre. But again, Super League match centre has not even updated itself for the Rhinos game. Um, according to Wikipedia, he scored four tries this year for Lee. For um, but he's um, ex-St. Jude's lad, England Academy 2018. Mm. Um, 
made his debut in 2020. He made two appearances, 2021 for Wigan. Uh, he got try of the year uh, for Wigan as well. In the academy in 2019, he scored ni- 19 tries in 19 wow. games. Um, so that he's been called a second row centre, but he has been playing a lot more in the middle, according to a couple of articles that I've read uh, on him today. Um, but he he was commenting on that, saying that's helping his physicality for coming back to Super League as well. Right. Um, so all the sounds from Lee seem quite happy. I did speak to uh, the Ginger Warrior on Twitter, and I was quickly looking at what he sent me. Very similar to what um, our earlier guest said uh, in the... Let me find it up now. Uh, I haven't seen him play very often, but he's been really impressive when they have seen him play. A lot of Wigan fans tipped him for international future international honours. Fix is a big loss, but they are covered well in that position. Um, mm. So there's no, there's nothing bad about him. There seems to be a competitive signing. We've won, we've won a competition to get him by the sound of things, um, and it fits Rowan's model again. Yeah, it does, doesn't it, Mark? It seems like we've got, we've got another good young Englishman on his hands there. Definitely, and, and again, like I said before, these are projects, potential signings we need to be looking at. Yeah, we, we we don't have we don't need to be taking players from clubs that are folded or, you know, what I mean? if if teams get relegated or go bust, let's go see, you know, let's yeah, go find, go sign that, three no. sevens again and players like that. This this kid has got real pedigree, yeah. and he's shown a desire to walk away from. It's not just walk away from Wigan. This is his home. He's mm-hmm. born and bred cherry and white, so that that look go unnoticed for me do you know what I mean because you guys like but Willie's born and bred you know you know what goes into that pride of that shirt yeah. and that upbringing I mean, he's going the other way and he's walking away yeah. from it to come to he's us he's walking away me. from it he's backing himself mm. he, I mean his interview were good at all because you know what I mean he met yeah, that's how it's Smith and, and they had a good you know good chat good so he, he laid out plain as day a plan for him for his progression what he sees in him and the, the kids said, yeah, I'm having some of that. Sign me up. So, yeah, I'm really, really happy about that. He's already well, having a night as well, considering yeah, he's he only played three yeah. games in Super League. So there's obviously a lot of people thinking that this kid has potential. I mean, a kid exactly. Has potential. That, that England night setup, it's got a much bigger pool of talent to select from than, a, for, than, than England has, for, for example. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch some of these academy games and scholarship days, a hell of a lot of talent on there. And as you know, like in any sport, that don't always transfer to first team and full time. Yeah. But, but but them them England Knights have got a huge pool of talent to pick from, and, and he's in there on merit. So again, positive, positive for me. And then another positive that we had was we finally got the news about Reese Martin signing a two year deal with the club. We've said on this podcast, all three of us, pretty much our player of the year, the Mister Consistent, just. Always there, always scoring, kicking goals, playing well, defending well. Two-year deal for me. Again, absolute right amount of time for Reese Martin. I'm absolutely adamant he would have had offers back in the NRL. And again, like Mark kind of touched on there with uh, McDonald, um, he would have. He's, I know he's got a young family here, so he would have, you know, had the opportunity to go back to the NRL. But again, he's kind of like, nope. I can see what's happening at Leeds. You know, it looks like the tides are turning. Two-year deal for Reese Martin. Reese, were you happy with that one then? 
I always love it when he gets a conversion because it feels like the crowd are cheering me. Um, Stood <laughs> 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 um, yeah, there with your stat sheets itself, stand. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Tetley's, in one, Tetley's in one hand and uh, my stats board in another. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, we've. Uh, I'm just, uh, just in the now. And I see you again. You must have a clipboard in your hand now. Well, we said we'd meet you up at the Salford game, so there we go. I'll make sure I bring it. Um, yeah, no, we've, we've, we've been saying this has been much needed, and I don't know what took so long. It didn't, for me, there was no. There was a that was the biggest worry for me. Yeah. Was, well, I was getting well, a bit worried. You know, I've got was, some Chinese whispers about that in a minute. Okay. Well, um, we'll go for that in a minute. But I would. The only I think I have a little niggle about this, and I'd love there to be an option for a third year if we mm. need it, but I'm not going to complain. We've got him for two years and really, really happy. Mm. I just want to go back to um, James McDonald really quickly. That um, that England Academy side that McDonald played in is one they beat the Australian schoolboys in 2018. In that That's team right, yeah. was also uh. Sam Walters, Harry Newman, Tom Holroyd, Corey Johnson, and Louis Mustafa. Are you joking? Yeah, I, he's joined I, all I, his mates. So, yeah, I want to beat them at Edinburgh, lads. And I'll tell you what, that pack, um, that's the first time I've seen a junior pack destroy an Aussie pack and they yeah. bounce them all over the place. And we're going to have four of them. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Literally come to play with his mates. Yeah. So go on then, Mark. What's your gossip? What's your so, 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 Chinese whispers. So, so what I was told, and I've no reason to not believe it, but I heard that he, if Agar stayed, he were gone. That there were a complete that. disconnect between him and Agar. Yeah. So when it, when it, when it's transpired that Rowan's coming in, there's been you know behind the scenes there's been two and a throwing a bit of dancing going on, a bit of smooching, and saying, "Well, look, it's a different atmosphere now." And he alluded to it, didn't he? As soon as he signed. I can see a positive outlook now. You know, I'm happy with where yeah. we're going with the rowing. Everybody's digging in for each other. Because, I mean, at times, it looked like he was playing on his own, didn't it? Yeah. Under the Because it was like... Yeah, there were him, Olenski, and a couple of kids that had come and tried, but they were a bit out of the depth. And everyone else, like, right, we're, we're three, four tries down, let's pack in or get sent off or get banned. So that, that's what I heard. But anyway, really, really relieved. I'm like you, Eddie. I love him to have a third year option. Personally, yeah. I'd top it off by giving him the captaincy as well. Yeah, I think he's, he, he, he's one of them lads. He leads by example in his in what he does, and he always he does the little things right. Yeah, you know, if um, if we're struggling, he'll put a big shot on, or he'll go for a break. He'll do back to back hit ups. You know what I mean? He's always trying some. He'll put a little kick through, and I've I've loved him. I think he's been a brilliant signing, and I'm so glad he's stayed. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think. Um, what have I clicked? There? I've clicked the wrong thing. There it is. Thanks, Reese. Um, it's time for a Super League roundup. Are you ready, Reese? Have you got your... Yeah, so obviously we won on Thursday night, just in case you didn't know. Have we, have we mentioned that? I don't think. No, I think so. Right. Yeah, we, we um, battered Wigan, yeah. Yeah, and the women won, and the wheelchair team. Oh, did, oh and the women battered Wigan. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so, so the other results were um, Hull dividing CFC. Oh, 
got beat by oh 1846. That second half was... I've never seen a sin bin go so well for the yeah. team that got the sin bin. That got the... Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, and then Hull KR came back against Warrington um, to beat them 30 points to 22. Depending on results today uh, and tomorrow, um, I'm not going to say Wakey are going to beat Saints, but Toulouse, play- Toulouse were beating Sol for the last time I checked. Um, Warrington could be in a could be in a bit of relegation oh battle. Because if, if Toulouse win today, they will go two points behind Warrington. Behind Wire. So interesting. Um, Catalan has finished. They beat Huddersfield 13 12. Uh, Tomkins got a drop goal wow. in the 78th minute to win that one. Huddersfield lost McGilvery, haven't they, for the rest of the season? Rest well. of the year. That's sad news. Um, yeah, good so, and the current score in Toulouse is 6 0 to Toulouse. Um, and then the, the next game tomorrow is Wakey and Saints. My question. To you, too, I'll start with Mark, is who's going to get fired first here, Mark? Hodgson or Powell? Um, For me, it'll be Hodgson, because yeah. Yeah. Pearson's ruthless. And it's, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm surprised Willie Porchy's still got a job, because yeah. that uh, that uh, car owner of work, he's pretty ruthless at all. Um, I, I really fear for Wakefield, I don't think they can afford to get relegated. No. I think if they get relegated, it'll be a long, long time be before you see them again. Yeah, yeah. Be gone. To be fair, I've, I, I love the word eight worker. Mm. It's, it's all, I mean, okay, Ground could do an improvements, but there's still a lot of stadiums in Super League that could do like that. The pitches, it, it's summer and all, but I had some of that, the pitch is always mint. Mm. But I, I fear for them. I really think they're, they're, they're gone. And mm-hmm. I think it's Warrington are lucky that they are gone. Because, like you said, Toulouse go two points behind them. Warrington have got the hearts of a piece. They really have. Oh, they you have. Can put, you can put all the money in the world, but you, can, you yeah. can't buy a heart. You can't no. buy commitment. I've said all along, I mean, everyone were kicking off about getting all these props in and all these signings and the, the announcing signings. Like, oh, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? I've, I agree. Our recruitment needs sorted. But I wouldn't want to go back to what they want to go copy them. Because what they're doing. You can keep throwing money at a mercenary, but when the push comes to shove, a mercenary will just go home and pick his payment up. He ain't bothered. You're not going to get out of them what we got last night, like a Newman and Anley and Maletsky. No. Uh, O'Connor. Oh, you, you, you can't buy that. And, and then Wigan youngsters, again, going back to our guest, then Wigan youngsters have showed it all season mm. under P. You, know I mean? you can't buy that. You cannot mm. buy that. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting. I was talking to my Warrington mate on Friday, not winding him up, um, but I might have been a little. But he was yeah, saying, <laughs> he was telling me that he feel oh, the club, the club is rotten. It's not an overnight fix. Going to be at least three years. And I said, well, I can't see three years. Oh, that'll be bliss, won't it? <laughs> I said, well, I can't see Powell having much longer. And he said, yeah. he won't go this year. He claims the players have the wrong attitude, and that's the problem. Well, he's fucked off about 15 players and he said he's and he's solely in charge of recruitment so if this team ain't doing it then Powell's solely in charge of recruitment sorry well that's what he he said he's never in charge of recruitment that's what my friend said oh my god no wonder they're signing all these duds and what he said is he expects him to be here because for some reason he's managed to convince the board that he's the uh, 
effing man. You see, the thing for me and all there, it's, I mean, you see that notice how Sacramoni Cooper exited. Now, yeah. I, I, I've never, I, I thought, he, had, I thought he'd, he were a decent player. And to be fair, firstly, I thought he did a decent job at St. George in NRL. But yeah, he, he did. That kid is why I threw him through. And he, you know what I mean? He, he couldn't wait to get out of there. So, mm. I, I, I know from the fans' point of view, they can point a player, the finger at the players, but they want this bad under the previous coach. Whether um, they will play for him or not. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, as you alluded to, I, I think Mr. Uh, Man Baby Powell, I think uh, I think he's left his W at home and I, I think he'll be picking his P45 for the next <laughs> same month. Before we talk about our <laughs> playoff chances, how good do you think Lee Radford felt on Friday night? <laughs> Oh, you know he, he, he was very composed in the interviews, but I reckon he, because all the all the players are telling him it's his grand final, weren't they? And <laughs> I, I reckon he got in that changing room after, and he was just shaking beer everywhere and just going absolutely mental. I bet he was on coach naked, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was beer all over his own. Absolutely <laughs> loved that. By the time, by time that coach got back to Casavan, he'd have been legless, wouldn't he? They'd have been carrying him off that. on the phone. Come on, Lee, so we'll get a little bit of Pearson's office. He'll be in office team bagging his keyboard and that. <laughs> I mean, he's an no. old lad at all, isn't he? He's an old lad. Is it? Yeah, he's literally an old lad. He's I don't know if he's got two back to back I've got a lot of time for Lee. Yeah. But, right, time for delusion then. Playoffs, yes or no? For all, for us, for us. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? That 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 delusion, knee jerk, emotional <laughs> machine is in it's in turbo. It's in over. It's in overdrive. Oh, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on Rowan. You know the fact that we've just smashed with an informed Wigan with no halfbacks and you know all the other injuries and things that we've had and. No, for me, no. Get get the team together. We'll definitely make the playoffs. I mean, Cass are appalling. Hull are appalling. I didn't want to mention it, but KR are looking... It looks like... I wasn't going to try and mention his name, but yeah, Dan is doing quite well in the time. Ding, 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 ding. I'll have to buy one and send it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, looks like Dan is doing... I spoke to the lads at the Red Robin podcast about Danny this week and what he was doing there. And they said, yeah, he's, he's on like... Um, he can't, he can't lose, you know, because he knows that they're, they're getting the new head coach. So he's just kind of like said, right, let's just do what we want, essentially. And let's play attacking, an attacking style brand of rugby. And um, I, I think, I think we can, I think we can sneak in. And as I've said millions of times, stranger things have happened than Leeds winning the whole thing. Look at this delusion from sixth. <laughs> We've done it from fifth twice. Back to back so, from fifth. So we might as well do it from six. We've, we've got four home games as well in the lead up. Um, we've got Catalan away twice, which I forgot about that. Um, but, These stupid loop fixtures. Yeah, but we've got four home games in the lead up to that. But our away game is KR. So we play Salford, we play KR, we play Giants, we play Cass. We play so all those all those teams are in around that area. Not Warrington, get but don't worry about them. Mm. But all the teams in that sort of area we're playing. So there's some serious four pointers. What do you think, Mark? Do you reckon 
we could scrape into the playoffs. Reckon we'll get we'll make it. If you'd asked me three weeks ago, I'd have, as I said, <laughs> give your heads a shake. But um, <laughs> I, you know what? Like you said, anything can happen with this team. Um, Rocks and diamonds, isn't it? Minute. Genuinely, I, 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 same same as what Rowan said. We'll play Catalans next week, and we'll take it from there. It's possible because it's mathematically possible. Um, I've, I've no fear about playing Cass, uh, OKR, Old Warrington, you know, Salford. I've no fear about yeah. fear. I mean, no fear anybody now, away, do we? Yeah, do Saints away. Yeah, feel the way team when, when performance annoyed me because I thought we beat ourselves as much as they beat us. Mm. So I, I, I don't find up fear then. I mean, and after seeing Saints beating with 12 men, I, I think if you get into them, there's still that soft underbelly about them. I know that everyone goes on about Ian Watson, but well, there's, there's plenty to get stuck into Huddersfield if you match them up front. I just mm. think we need a bit of consistency because we've rowing. Yeah, we, definitely. Yes, there's, been, there's been mitigation. Yeah. We've had players out, we've had Absolutely. bands and X, Y and Z. Absolutely. We have to keep on this high from Thursday. We do, yeah. Control definitely. it, but we have to keep on this high because we've... Under when we played nine, won five, lost four. So, yes, we're above the 500 average or whatever you want to call it, 50% average. But we need some consistency if you to finish in the running. We will finish in the playoffs. I was just thinking there that I'd love, like, I could see you smiling as you because I, I was thinking, like, <laughs> people listening to this and you know, they'll say, like. Because this week, this is this week's podcast, and we are. Let me tell you, the delusion is sky high. You know, we're there, we're winning the big one, and then come to the Catalan review. We'll just be, we're back down here, won't we? <laughs> awful. He's rubbish, and he's rubbish, and then we'll beat Salford at home, and we're up here again. <laughs> home is the I'll, I'll be I'll be on Twitter Saturday night, throwing everybody in a skip and issuing people. <laughs> get rid of him and get rid of him. And I, I said to sack him years ago, get rid of him. And... You need to send us your dodgy French stream, Mark, because I don't think it's on Sky either. I know. Slide into the DM. If, if I find it, I'll slide in your CDM Eddie. Oh. Pass it on to Reese. <laughs> we'll have to do a mixture, you know, like a pull up a proper mix of little bits like for the whole I, I, podcast. I'm not saying it I'm not saying there were a delay on it, lads, but uh, when uh, Matty Russell scored his strike, Rhinos women were kicking off on Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> we once did this is really going up on a, a bit of a tangent now, but we once did a Twitter spaces for anyone that don't know, it's like um oh, we did, yeah. A listen along. So it's oh like, yeah. Uh, Everyone can like jump in, and it were me, Reese, Duncan, and a few others who ever wanted to speak on it. So we're like watching along to Leeds versus Wakefield on Sky. But Duncan, I don't know how, but Duncan were like a good you minute, a minute there. and a half ahead. Yeah, it? a good minute and a half ahead of everyone else. <laughs> Duncan, we're all listening in as we are now, and Duncan was saying, "Oh, that's a great try." That I'm going. <laughs> was somehow ahead of time. We were saying, oh yeah, that, that's well played. Duncan's like, yeah, it's, it's tw- 26 4, it's half time. We're like, eh, it's 12th minute. <laughs> I don't know how Duncan got super, yeah, super into it. And, uh... cool. Anyway, anything else for the roundup? No, that's that. Oh, one thing I would like to mention is, oh, go on, sorry. 
Yeah, there's one more thing. I don't know if we're about to do the same thing. Yours, it's your Super League related. <laughs> what was it? The other thing I mentioned. No, mine's Super League related. Okay, you do your thing then. And um, just you can see I, how I, um, professional this podcast is. By the way. Yeah, I just think that because it's been confirmed now that Warrington have signed Matt Dufty from the mm. Bulldogs, and I, I just wanted to get both your opinions on him because I think he could be another Jay Field with his speed and. You know, his defence might be rubbish, but I think he'll score bucket loads of tries. What do you think of, about Matt Dufty to Warrington, Mark? Think he'll be all right? Or? Well, for me, I think it's 18 months too late. Mm. He's fast. He might come and have a couple of few good games, but yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a mere signing for me. I'm not, not really bothered what they do, to be honest. Not bothered. No, 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 no. Reece, do you think he's going to tear it up? or? Um... I'm inclined to agree with Mark. Um, yeah, he may, he may do. He may do. He yeah. may do. Um, mm. It could. It could turn out to be inspiring, but I I'm not. I'm not 100 confident it will. Let's hope it don't. Yeah. <laughs> what we are last thing, sorry. Um, just before we go into the mailbag, obviously there was two big stories coming out of rugby union in the last uh, in last week. One was. The former Welsh rugby union captain had been diagnosed of early onset dementia, um, which was really sad to hear. And unfortunately, there was another uh, player diagnosed with uh, motor neurone disease, which was Ed Slater, who was still playing for Gloucester. He's now retired. He's only he's only thirty three. Um, so that's just really sad news to come out of Gloucester. The the only positive side for me from this is that the M and D community has grown massively over the last yeah. few years due to the work of or five years now with Doddy, Rob, Stephen Darby. Stephen Darby. Um, so loads of support, but. I'll put a tweet out later on for the link for the charity page that Ed Slate has uh, yeah. been created for him. Um, but just we, we, as least fans, we know how hard it will be for him and his family. So yeah. just all the sympathies and just hope hope the best for Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I share those thoughts. Really sad news. 33. It's just it's a diabolical disease and it's just, I don't know, mm. awful. Absolutely awful. Thoughts with you there, Ed. Time to open the mailbag. This is the part of the podcast where we ask you, the listeners, the people watching online, to send your thoughts and questions to us um, via the Twitter page at Lot17A via DM or in the comments. Um, the first question or statement is from Kev. And Kev says, I'm starting to wonder if you're England. First of all, it's because this is because I said on the last podcast, I think, that for the World Cup, we are going to convert into a an England World Cup. So we'll be doing England match reviews and we'll comment on other games at the World Cup, but we are going to be around for the World Cup. So Kev says, I'm starting to wonder if your England lot pods will be as harsh on the players as your Leeds version. Reese, you've been here half a year, maybe longer. Mark, you've been here for the whole of this these match reviews. Do you think, Reese, that we're harsh on Leeds players. I, I don't think. I think maybe we are on one, which I think is justified, and that's the hill I'll die on. But do you think we are harsh? Would you say this is a, a harsh podcast for the players to listen to? Um, I listen back to it to every podcast just to make sure that I'm not crossing a line. But I think as fans, we are all entitled to our own opinion of what we think. Um, so, and that's. 
why we get guests on like Mark and other people. So, um, yeah, yeah I, sometimes it might be harsh, but that that might be your opinion. Uh, is it Kev? Was it Kev? Yeah, yeah, that might be Kev's opinion that we're a bit harsh, and that, and you know that's that's fine. We completely respect that. Um, but I think I don't know. I think we we sit on both sides. To be honest. Sometimes it's like I've just said. Sometimes you know, we're overly praised. Sometimes we are a bit harsh. We're fans. We're emotional. We're knee-jerk. We're definitely delusional. The majority of us are like, come on here. Like I just said there, Kev, you know, some, some weeks, oh, some weeks, like this week, this week, you know, we're all saying we're brilliant and Harry Newman, you know, we're all excellent. and all 10 out of 10. Come the next podcast, like we literally just said, took the piss out of the sends where we said, it'll be, you know, we're up here. And then we're down there, you know. We're fans, we're emotional. I won't say we're harsh. I would I would say we're harsh. I'm harsh on one player, but if and it, it, we are fans, so we don't have to be neutral. Like Mark says, we live this, we love this, you know. We're here forever. You know, we're rhinos for, for life, you know, until we're put in the ground or whatever. So to me, being that having that emotion and being like, right, if, if someone has a bad game, this is a platform that we've created for fans to come on and, and say, you know, I think he had a bad game. I think he had a good game. And to be honest, just before I let Mark have his say, if you think we've been harsh on some players on this podcast, on Leeds players for this podcast, let me tell you, I, my love for Leeds, England is a, a tiny, tiny, tiny speck. I would rather Leeds Rhinos won a penalty than England win the World Cup. So if you think I'm harsh now, you know, when the, if the England team get beat, I'll just, you know, I'm not, especially, I'm not, I am, I am not bothered at all. The, yeah, the harsh reality is coming. Mark, do you think um, we're harsh on the Leeds players on this podcast? Well, absolutely not. The badge on the front is always more important than the name on the back. Mm-hmm. This is in our DNA. This is our birthright. You know, it's not a, exactly. a sport. Yeah. It's not a sport that you're born or into or grown up loving. Mm-hmm. And you just pick a team at random. You know, yeah. we're, we're not day trippers here. You know, we're, we're all lifelong fans. Of Life course, is... sometimes you can go over the top. You can get caught in the emotion. Welcome, yeah, welcome, yeah. welcome to the bipolar roller coaster that is rugby league. If you think it's harsh, that's fine. Again, like recently, this everybody's, podcast. Got, everybody's got an opinion. Everyone's got an opinion. But like you, I'll down, I'll down any, any ill when I'm called out. If I get it wrong, it's great. Yeah. There's nothing as, as a big lad who likes his food. Feed me humble pie week after week. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it on yeah, good point. You know, good point. You know, life shot and then you die. Don't take it. You know what I mean? It's if if you exactly. yeah. everybody has to be warts and all. But if, if exactly. you're if you're paying your money year after year and getting your emails at six o'clock at morning when you've just been dicked by fifty and you've got a doyle who's been banned for eighteen months and he's getting. 300 grand a year. I don't know about saying his name, you, aren't we? It's coming unfiltered, mate. So if you don't, you know what I mean? You are getting it unfiltered, 100%. Yeah. And yeah, I'll do it for England as well. I'll, I'll do worse, Kev. I can promise you that. It's a fan platform. And, you know, even, like I just said earlier, you know, we're up here and we're down there. And, you know, some weeks we'll say, oh, he's rubbish. Week after we'll say, he's great. So don't take it to heart. It's just. It's honesty. Just Kev, you're more than welcome to come on. Come well, on, yeah. And give it your Come on and sit here and tell us that um, Bodine Thompson's worth another five-year deal. Um, Ronnie, asks us, <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie asks us, 
What is the best non-alcoholic drink? Shout out to Lil, the forgotten man. I think Ronnie means what's the best can of pop. It's Iron Brew. What's um? What's your favourite, Mark? I'm old school, me. Dandelion and Burdock. Fish, chips, mushy peas and a can of Dandelion and Burdock. Yeah, it just goes so well together. Reese. Um. Well, non-alcoholic beer. I've mentioned it here before. Brulo beer. B-R-U-L-O. Yeah. That is nice. Awesome is, nice. is that non-alcoholic beer. Um, but I agree. Lil. I'm going to buy the Lil that one. Ronnie's right, huh? the forgotten man, Lil. That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> the you had a can of Lil. <laughs> Fanta lemons up there as well, by the way. Enjoy oh, yeah. a Fanta lemon, especially when you're sun. You know when you go on holiday? Mm. I, don't know, I don't know what it's like. Um, I remember that. that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can not tell how brown I am. Although, We're not going to talk about this... that. Those that are listening on Spotify, you won't be able to obviously see this, but obviously if you're watching YouTube, you'll be able to see how tanned I am. It's got a right tan. I bet it goes away again soon. <laughs> Frankie asks us, can any of the panel dance? I, 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 I can't dance, but I will dance. I don't mind making a twat of my sense. So. Can any, any of you two dance? No. Not but again, put a drink in me. I, I went to the uh, Falls gig at Millennium Square a couple of weeks ago and I ended up in Potwold after that um, and I had a right time. So there you go. Yeah. I was into S Club 7, topless. Nathan asked... <laughs> <laughs> and on that image. Yeah, I'm asked... embarrassing dad dance for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll dance, but I can't dance if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm same, uh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, on a similar note, kind of, Nathan asks us, what is the panel's karaoke song? Oh, God. I've got um, one straight away. Have you got one? Yeah. It's kind of a duet karaoke song. Um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light Meatloaf. Really? <clears throat> That's what a DJ puts on when he needs a shite or something about eight minutes. <laughs> eight minutes. Eight minutes. Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll have that played at my funeral. It takes that long, it'll just annoy everyone. <laughs> he said they were going to do this eight minutes usually when you do karaoke you just want to get up and literally get up and be like right, three minutes I'm out see you Reese wants to get up there and put a concert on <laughs> 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 who sings it with you um I don't know I'll sing it I'll, I'll, do, a, I'll, do, a bon- I'll do a Bonnie depends what Clyde, website whatever. he's been off <laughs> I'll do one of those half and half dresses I'll be you know I'll turn around yeah. <laughs> Mark, have you got a karaoke song? Um, I'll, I'll probably go for Crazy Crazy Nights by Kiss. Nice. It's one of those songs that you don't, you don't have to hold the tune for, but you, you, it's a bit shouty, but you can get away yeah. with it. <laughs> but it's a good song. It is. Really good song. Brian asks us, can I please ask some movie questions weekly, like Tyler does with the musical ones? Yeah, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't have permission. You can tell us or ask us whatever you want. Like someone's just asked us if we can dance. So someone's been at home, Frankie, uh, listening to this, watching this, and been like, "I wonder if any of them can dance." That's because we're on video now. Yeah, probably. Probably wanted us to dance, but he didn't ask. So maybe next week, if you ask. So Brian says, off the back of that, what is your favourite ever horror film? Mine is The Exorcist because it's like literally my favourite film ever. I love it. Um, it's a classic. What's your favourite horror film, Reese? 
I don't do horror, really. Oh, no. Um, I got nightmares from Harry Potter when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> so God knows what happened if I watched a horror film. Although I'm going to change the answer to the question slightly. I finished Stranger Things last week, and that's kind of horror in mm-hmm. a way because it's kind of weird. Stranger Things was amazing, so I'm just going to say that instead. Because I have a favorite horror film. Um, see, I, again, like race, I don't really do them, but growing up, but when I was growing up, we used to, you know, used to dare each other to watch these horror films like Exorcist. So yeah. I, I think two that really got me were Poltergeist and oh, Jaws made me jump as well. Jaws, you know what? Yeah. When, yeah, when he's on the boat and that head falls out. Yeah, that head, oh my God. Oh. It me now. Yeah. But when yeah. you watch that back, it doesn't look very good, that head, does it? <laughs> Not now, no. It looks like they just bought it from B&M, don't they? Yeah. From Halloween section. <laughs> But, but when you're five, six year old, you know what I mean? Your ass falls out when you oh, see it. It's your fame, isn't it? Watching that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still not comfortable swimming yeah. in the sea off the back of that. And then like, you can't see the bottom anyway. <laughs> Lucas asks us, what is the panel's favourite cereal? Um, I don't know about you, but I, I'm a big cereal fan, but I go through phases, me. So I'll go through a phase of eating like crunchy nut. I'll have, I'll have loads of crunching it all the time and then I'll switch to Weetabix or Cocoa Pops or what's the other Cheerio. So I go through phases and at the moment it is crunching up. What's your favourite cereal, Reese? And I, I don't um, really have cereal, but I remember as a kid I really liked Ricicles. Um, oh my God, with that little space man up front. Yeah, I think they got discontinued because of how no, much that... sugar there was in them. Um, but I also really like sugar puffs as well. So there you go. Your Mark. turn, Mark. Favorite so cereal. for me, it's, it's uh, Weetabix and then it winter porridge. Oh, Lottie's good. I, I, I always Weetabix. I love Weetabix. Loved them since I was a kid. And then in winter, when it's cold, not like an hot bowl of porridge. Fair enough. Right, it looks like Lottie's gone, so I'm going to continue with the questions that are on Twitter until he comes back. Um, Loina, or our friend Laurie, well, Laurie's first question is that he's asking who my signed jersey is on the back, so I'm going to try turning around without breaking stuff, but I don't know if you can see that. Yes, Dean! But, yeah, good old signed Yestin Harris jersey. Would you believe this was £3.50 on eBay? Wow. Um, so there. Uh, anyway, Summer Bash weekend, which game are you looking forward to? Um, do you want me to put the games on? Yeah, who's playing who? What are fixtures, Bruce? Um, so it's London, Sheffield, Batley, Dewsbury, Bradford, Halifax, Featherston, Lee, Barrow, Witness, Whitehaven, Workington, Newcastle and York. Oh, there's some good games there, to be fair. Is this the fair. Summer Bash? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've ba- just, I've just put in Laurie's questions. Batley Jewsbury is going to be a bloodbath. That'll be tasty. I think, I think, I think Bradford Halifax will be as well. But I mean, the big one there is it's Feverley, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Whitehaven Workington will be. Oh yeah, there's no well. love lost there at all. Yeah. So there's some really good fixtures there. Um, that is held at Headingley, by the way. It's Saturday. It's next weekend. Uh, yeah, Saturday, 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 Sunday. It's twenty quid uh, for an adult. So, if anyone wants to do that, um, Laurie's second question was baths or showers? Baths, showers. I, I'm, I'm ex-military, so it's 
cold shower every morning. What happened in the bath? You just said you're ex-military and uh, assuming <laughs> something happened in the bath. No, there's no <laughs> baths on a warship, mate. There's no room. Yeah. There's a big one if you want to jump in. No, yeah, baths yeah, for me because big salt water one if you're that way inclined. Baths for me because you can like chill out in a bath. Especially in this day and age where you can like set your tablet up or your laptop, put it on the side. Nice soak. You can watch Ryan, you know, do what you want in there, yeah. Baths for me, without a doubt. I'm not going to ask what you're watching. Um, <laughs> and Laurie's last question. Watch these was, podcasts back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Laurie's last question before I hand back to you, Laurie, for the mailbag was, could O'Connor turn into a full-time hooker? Which I think we've kind of covered. But I think we can discuss it again, can't we? I think he can. And I think, I think even... Going into next year with Leeming and Johnson, I still, I think Rowan using this time now to sort of mould Jared to say, look, this is what you'll be doing next year, you know, between the back row, loose and nine, you know, doing that. And I think, um, well, he didn't look out of place on Thursday. To be fair, if it weren't for Harry being just a man possessed, Harry Newman, Jared O'Connor was a man at match, wasn't he? You know, very close either or between them two. How do you see it, Mark? Um, I, I think, given if he continues on this trajectory, he'll he'll be the third choice hooker. But I, I also think by playing hooker now, yeah, if Cam Smith switches to back row. And he needs him at th- as a ball handler with 13. He'll do it more and more comfortably because he'll be used to handling ball and passing left and right more. Little subtleties like that in his game, you can see a forward plan for him. I'd have no problem with him playing hooker. Not at all. No, me neither. Back to you. Have you thrown it back to me? Sorry, everybody. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it did this on a, a podcast before. My laptop just it kind of restarts really quickly. And then, I'm just telling you now, so that's where I went. And it, it brings me up. It brings up a message saying your laptop just restarted unexpectedly. I'm like, no shit! I'm in the middle of a <laughs> live. You know why did you don't do it then if you're aware of it? So that's where I went. Thanks to Reese for uh, jumping in there. He must have been prepared for it. Tyler has been asking us musical questions, music questions for weeks now. We love them. Looks like Brian's jumping on with the films every every week. Tyler's question this week is. What are the panel's favourite 80s song? I forgot to prep Mark, I think, with this to give him time to think. So I'll go to Reese first because I know I, had, I did ask Reese. Um, what's your favourite? Yeah. Did I? You what's your favourite 80s? Oh, I've just thrown him I, under the bus. I, I don't think you prepped me for this. Crap. What's your um... favourite 80s song, Reese? Um, I'm trying to remember what was in the 80s now because I always get confused. Um, how young he is. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't even alive, so there you go. Yeah, um yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go for and of course I've got the vinyl for it as well. Uh pour some sugar on me, Death Leopard. That's yeah. a banger. What a selection. Love that. Yeah. Hysteria was a, an incredible yeah. album. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Hysteria, yeah. adrenalize, quality albums, quality albums. So that's mine. Was that giving you time, Mark? Oh, yeah, living on a prayer, Bon Jovi, all day, every day. 
He didn't even. It's an anthem to my teenage years. So, yeah. So many great songs, so many great albums from that era, but hmm. if I have to pick just one, it's that one. Or oh, U2 Pride, in the name yeah. of love. So, but yeah, Bon Jovi pips it for me, living on a prayer. Not easy enough. Charlie is asking us the next question. And I really like this question. I like them all, but I really like these these type of ones. Um, why doesn't the Lockpod adopt an NRL side and we can have a small section on them on the on the podcast? I loved Laurie's NRL and State of Origin Roundup and would like to see a bit more. Um, if we, we were... Both, we, we both the Warriors, aren't we? Yeah, I'm about to say, if we were to adopt one, I would think it would be the Warriors, wouldn't it, for both? We're oh. both Warriors. Have you got an yeah. NRL team, Mark? Um, uh, I, I'm 100% New South Wales. I have been since uh, Ettenhausen played for Leeds in the early 80s. Mm. And uh, obviously, with the Graham Murray connection. We had a, a prop forward player for us called Craig Izzard and all for a while. Yeah. He, he's, he was a New South Welshman. And, of course, the Graham Murray connection, so on and so forth. My favourite player of Aussie player of all time is Brad Fittler. So I'm, I'm very big on. I, I did have a soft spot for Roosters when Murray and uh, Adrian Marley went there. And yeah, course, yeah. The Warriors connection, we've always had good Kiwi connections at Leisure, like Ali Lau, Brent Webb. You know, it, it's, you know so I can see why people go for Warriors. At the moment, I just love watching Penrith play. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the moment, for me, my favourite player is Ivan Clay, uh, Clary's son. Uh, so for me, yeah. I, I I probably go for Panthers, but I, I can watch any NRL game. Mate. I do think that, I, I do think I think it's a good idea, Charlie. And I, you know, we could have a small section on them. I do think it would have to be the Warriors, though, because like Mark says, there the Panthers they're going to win it. And if if they do if they do not win, and we say this now, so it's on record, if they do not win. The NRL this year, it's one of the biggest chokes in sporting history. They are that well, good. You know? Saying that, I remember when um, Parramatta went into the grand final against Knights, hot favourites. Yeah. They've been, been blowing teams away all year, yeah. like 30, 40 pointers. And Knights destroyed them well, in that the grand final. Dance, yeah, Knights had them, didn't they? Reese as well is a Warriors, and so we'll have to sort out some Warriors shirt and put one up there. But we'll work on it, Charlie, and uh, yeah, we'll add a little Warriors spice to the podcast. Um, Charlie also says the NRL draft podcast sounds interesting, that will be a massive data spreadsheet for Reese to work on. We did ask earlier on Twitter about. Because we are going to do another draft podcast similar to the one that we did for the lead, the best ever lead rhinos team, where it was me, Reese, Duncan, and Laurie took it in turns in picking players from the Super League era in like a round robin, and then we put the teams together, put them on Twitter, and said, "Right, everybody, those are the tides. Who's got the best?" And it was all dodgy, and because Duncan won, so that was weird. And, <laughs> Duncan just picked like the most powerful, hardest team, and everyone was just like, "Yeah, it's them." So we are going to do another draft. Um, I'm running a poll for 24 hours on Lot 17A now. I think the selections were Super League era, so that's the whole, not just Leeds, the whole of Super League era. Um, an England one and an NRL one. So whichever one of them wins the Twitter poll, Charlie, 
we are going to do a draft for them. But I don't think Reese has to do a database on every player of the Super League era. We'll all just kind of, you know, jot down players all. Well, the, I, the, the, the I replied just doing Super League, but the squads for this year. The squads for this year. Yeah. Yeah. And picking yeah. a draft for the, from the, because the database on that's pretty easy to do. It's pretty there. Yeah. yeah. So there's options for us to do, Chad, but we definitely are doing one. And we are going to do them all, but the next one, we're not sure what it is. Um, the next question is from Lucas again. Really excited to see what you guys come up with with this new fanzine. What are you going to, going to call it? The Lot Mag. We're going to call it Lot 17A. Um, it'll just be, by the way, this is for anyone listening, we are launching um, a fanzine. It'll just be called Lot 17A. Um, we're not sure when it's going to come out yet. Um, our sponsors, AC, DMB, not only have they sponsored this podcast, but they've, they've just overwhelmingly supported the fanzine as well. You know, they've, they've kind of said, look, we can help you design it, print it, everything. So they've, they've really, those are it was like my idea, but they've kind of really said, just let's do it. You know, let, let's go with it. And so we are taking submissions now from anyone wanting to, sending designs or artworks or articles and it's a good job Mark's here because Mark is actually going to be one of our contributors. Do you want to tell everybody what you're going to be writing about, Mark, for the fanzine? Yes, so I'm going to uh, contribute by doing uh, pieces on the women's team and the academy at Leeds. Uh, a yeah. bit of background, you know, what we, what we potentially we've got coming through. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to make an effort to try and get a profile on our coaching set up there. Uh, I'm in touch a lot with Mark Butchell on Twitter, one of, one of our coaches, really great bloke. He's one of the scholarship coaches at Leeds. So um, I'm, be, 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 my contribution will be around the women in the academy. Yeah, they're brilliant. And other people have, again, once again, I'm saying that word again, but overwhelmed. As soon as I kind of said, right, we're getting the ball rolling on Twitter about this fanzine, if anybody wants to contribute, get in touch with me. I must have had 15, 16 people along with Mark saying, oh, can I write? Can I? How can I contribute? Even people going as far as, you know, I, I want to help, I want to assist, but I, I can't write it, but can I help you sell it? You know, once we have physical copies, I'm like, of course you can. You know, they literally said volunteered. So the whole, again, it's just an, an added platform to the lock pod in that, it's this will this will never be a closed shop. The the fanzine will never be a closed shop. Anyone that wants to be involved in it can be. So don't think that oh we've we've got this we've got the people, the regulars on the podcast, there's no one else. That'll never happen. And same with the fanzine when it is launched. If you think, oh, and you've got it in your hand or you're reading it digitally, <clears throat> don't think, oh, they've done it now. We'll always want new ideas, we'll always want new contributors, always an open platform for fans. That's what it'll always be. But it's, it's happening, but we just don't know when. How far did you get down on the mailbag questions, Reese? I only did lorries. So the next question is from Tim, is one of our regulars. Who would win in a foot race between a prime Ryan Hall and Ash Hanley? Ash Hanley. Oh, I, I think yeah. Ash. I think Ash, Ash Hanley. Yeah. Do you, Mark? Do you agree with that? Yeah. Ash Hanley, yeah. Uh, is a... Ryan was deceptively fast, mm. but a lot of Ryan's game were power. Just sheer power, wasn't it? Taking people yeah. up. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, he could motor, could kid. He could motor, but in terms of sheer speed, I, I'll go for Ash Hanley, mate. 
I think Ash Hamlin's one of the quickest players we've had in Super League era. Second question from Tim. Which current or past player will you die on a hill for that almost everyone thinks is crap? Um, I don't know about a crap player that I think I'd die on a hill for, but one player, I've said this again before, that I will die on a hill for that just doesn't get spoken about anywhere near enough is Carl Ablett. You know, he... The things he did in grand finals for us, pretty much any position Leeds asked him to play, he did it, he did it well. And then kind of just retired and just fell off the earth. You know, it just, I know, it's, I think he started like a plumb, I've said this before, a plumbing company. But for me, Carl Ablett, is there a player that you, everyone else thinks crap, Reese, that you'll die on a hill? Well, again, it comes to what we were talking about earlier. Everyone's got their own opinion, haven't they? Yeah. Um, in the current side, at the moment, the player that I've always stood up for was Cam Smith. Yeah. And I think people have come around the last couple of days, or he's been able to demonstrate what I believed in. So, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's a one player that everyone, every Leeds fan hates, because again, everyone's got their own opinion. But um, if there's one player that in the current side that I've always stood up for, it's been Cam. Cam. Mark, any current or past player? Um, so, weird story. Uh, we, we, we signed Keith Senior. Nobody thought that he joined that early. We thought he was coming for the year before. And it, yeah. the few games, the end of the season he signed, he played on the right wing. Mm. And he, he, won't, he won't brilliant. Now, the crowd have built up a big affiliation for Brad Godden. And yeah. I, I love Brad Godden. I, I, don't get me wrong, I loved him. So I can't remember who we were playing anyway. Maybe brother were in South Stand. He made a mistake, and well, these are oldish guys. Like, what we signed this effing pile of shit for? You know what I mean? He's useless. Get back to Sheffield. All this, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, literally, maybe brother ended up fighting his way out of South Stand because it's around city. You know, look, dickhead. He's playing mm. up right wing. He's a left centre. He's going to be one of the best signings we've made in years. And you're also really. slagging him off. It's not his fault that he's been signed and picked up right wing. And it's not his fault that Brad Gunn has decided to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so and he, he wasn't having it anyway when he's made. So that that one that uh, got a bit tasty, actually. You were cops and loaded, ready to go. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we, got, we got separated. We were going to go. And. Um, <laughs> The, the other the other thing that I always live in down are the academy players. Yeah. Um, one thing I mean, I I know when I rip into a player, you know, I mean, that's just my opinion. But I can't, I don't like people writing academy players off the, after three or four bad games, or if the team's yeah. losing, the Big first time. people that they highlight are academy lads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like for example, when we got beat by Saints, people have said, "Well, what Smallers didn't do much." Or Connor didn't do all right. You know what I mean? I'm like, you what? Are you watching that shower of shite? Set of, you know what I mean? And prior and set of, you know what I mean? I, I, so, in terms of I'll back till ill till they don't need back in are academy players because as good as they are at academy, an 18 year old kid, you're not, you're not always going to get a Danny. You're not always going to get a Robbie. Some players develop over time. Perfect example, Carl Ablett, Jamie Jones, Bill Cannon. You know what I mean? Players like that develop over time. They're not always going to come through and beat every door down so that's me and he's, he's gone again your laptop is resetting <laughs> there he has gone again hasn't he right let me get the questions up again <laughs> um, 
He retired, didn't he, Brad Godin? He was 31. He did, yeah. We were a great player, I loved him. Oh, he's back. And you're back I'm going to get a new laptop, because I'm going to throw this one across the street. As soon as you finish, I'm going to smash it over this kitchen side. Keeps cutting out for everyone that's... Well, you're not bothered. Which question? Did you read a question, Reese? Sonny? No. I was about to, but you came back. Six again. Bri from Six again. Who, out of the Lockpod family, is most likely to dance like a lead skier? I think me and Mark said... Um, oh, yeah. Bit of dad dancing there. Did, did you got a yeah. bit of dad dancing like a lead skier? Did you see him on Instagram? I've seen it. Yeah. Um, without doubt, a lead skier will dance any better than I could do. Looks better than us all as well. He's got the yeah, body. Yeah, does he ever? He's got the uh, body. I can, I can dance in those tight speedos. There isn't many props that can do that. <laughs> no, but he's one of them. He's like an Adonis. Um, the next question from Bri from Six again. What was more shocking, the fact that everyone, including Bry, had written you off Leeds against a strong Wigan side, only to win convincingly, or seeing Rowan Smith smile? Seeing Rowan Smith smile. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, <laughs> I think it was Rowan Smith smile by a mile, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah, it, it, it certainly caught everybody off guard, didn't it? <laughs> and everyone was talking about it, you know, as soon as, as, soon as we were there, and everyone, everyone was just like, oh my God, he's smiling. We've done some yeah. right. Yeah, definitely um, his big smile, Bri. Adam, one of our regulars who were on last week's uh, Toulouse Review. First question from Adam. What's your favourite tea bag? Being Yorkshire, being a Yorkshireman, there's only one tea bag in the mark, or are you, are you a different tea man? Um, I, I, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll take any of me. I'm not into all these weird and wonderful things, Shushong Lopsong and, you know what I mean, 18 <laughs> minerals from from rainforest and all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Well, one sugar and milk. Oh, I'm really going to say stop. I'm more of a got, coffee man. Have you got a favourite tea bag, Reese? Well, it's Yorkshire tea. The only answer is Yorkshire tea. <laughs> I suppose the question is, which Yorkshire tea do you prefer? And for me, it's Yorkshire gold. Yorkshire gold, Correct. Second question from Adam. We kind of touched on it a little earlier. Who do you think will be relegated? Um, I, I think I think it'll be Wakey. But I fear for them, like Mark said earlier, because they go down, I think they're going to really be really suffering. Do you agree with that, Mark? You think Toulouse might go I down? I, I, I think that second half at Magic Weekend sealed their fate. Yeah, because there were, there were so much control of that game, and they completely imploded. Mm. Completely imploded. They didn't have any answer at what's. I mean, they looked like we did under Agar, a, yeah. a disorganised rabble. Mm. Race, you agree with that? Wakey are playing Saint Helens twice uh, before oh. the, end of the season, Ouch. including one tomorrow. They've got Cass, Catalan, Wigan, Hull. Hulk AR and Huddersfield. Just listen to that, yeah. So they're uh, literally going to win one more game. Toulouse's yeah. next game is Hull at home. Which oh, is very that's winnable. A Toulouse, that's and, a Toulouse win. And Toulouse are currently beating Salford 11 10. With about 20 minutes to go, I believe. Oh, my God. Um, so, I mean, Toulouse still play Warrington, Wigan, they've got the French Derby, mm. and they play Hull FC again, but away and finish. Oh, that's far points. Yeah. So, yeah. At, at the moment, based on current form, I, I think it could be Wakefield. 
I think it's uh, apart, yeah. from, apart from Hull, I don't see who Wakefield are going to be. Hmm. No. I think they're going down, Adam. Wakey. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> ben Winterburn asks us, that seemed to be, we touched on this earlier, that seemed to be one of the best atmospheres at Headingley in years. With the majority of games left now, this season at home, that must class as an advantage. Fingers crossed. It's a turning point for the rest of the season. We kind of touched on it earlier, didn't we, Mark? That being in, being in tandem with the team and being there, when it clicks like that, we seem to be quite um, quite the side. Yeah, um, for me, uh, I don't think it's just for the rest of the season. I think it's for the Rowan Smith era now. Yeah, good point. I think a lot of, a lot of us, all we want to see is a plan or you know a future, something positive. You, you, no one goes. You can't expect or demand to win every game and every trophy going. But yeah. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect an effort. Mm. You know, for eighty minutes, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect um, to take pride in the shirt, win or lose. Yeah. So, uh, and we're seeing that, but we're also seeing, thinking about it, Leeds rugby coming back. How we yes. play. Do you know what I mean? I know we're going about the golden generation, but that's our era. That, that, that's that's our, yeah, our, you know what I mean. And we we played fast. We attacked. If you wanted it tough, we could do it tough. If we were if we were off it a bit, we could still grind and win out. You know what I mean. So last on Thursday night, that's the foundation for us to go forward on now. And we see we saw glimmers of it at Warrington. We saw glimmers of it against Cass. That was the first complete performance. It's something we can now build on going forward. So Luckily. it's not just for the rest of the season. For me, this is the start of the Rose Smith era. The whole era now of Smith needs yeah. to be that way. Agree with that, Reese? Yeah, there's nothing else to add to that at all. Other than going back to the previous question, Salford did the score a try. Have they? Um, yeah. I'm obviously having to watch this on Twitter because for some stupid reason there's no coverage of the two French games. One at the top, one at the bottom. But anyway. But anyway, yeah. No. The last question is from Liam, Liam Plumtree, um, to wrap up this podcast. Do we look to extend Yusuf Aiden's loan deal to the end of the year, or will this take opportunities away from Moise Mustafa? Well, he's, he's gone back to Wakefield. Yeah, called him because he's said that they need him there. But I think for what we saw from Muzzy, on Thursday, there's no reason to bring Aiden back. And Aiden's also got that. He played one game. He won one game against Wigan. It was a, a beautiful short romance, wasn't it? I mean, not many players can say they've played for Leeds and beat Wigan. So, what do you reckon? Do, do we need another body in, Reese, Or do you think we should just stick as we are and kind of give, give Mustafa that? That chance now he's back from a from a man. I'd like to see him get more yeah. game time. Um so yeah. I think that of that Wakefield lad did look all right, he didn't look out of place. No, he didn't. I think, no. I think Wakefield will need him now. Um it almost felt like a, a two week trial. I think you said that in the podcast last week. Yeah. Um but I'd rather see Bowie's get some more time. Um obviously Tom Holroyd comes back for the Warrington game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be getting some back in the near future. Obviously, uh, he who shall not be named uh, returns from his ban as well soon. So I think we've got cover 
Wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, Mark, how do you see it? Do you think we need another body in, or do you think if we're going to get another body in, I, I, I'd be cheeky and uh, see if uh, we can get that McDonald kid in. Uh, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't see it, but you know, I'd, I'd like to see him come in. I'd like to mm. see us get a, a prop in. Mm. But you know, Muzzy's here. Why not? Why not give the kid a chance? I, I really do think he's one of the players that got a raw deal under Vega. When he was dicking around with Thompson at prop and you know when he was lasting five minutes and getting blasted every game then when Muzzy's not the biggest prop but he, he, he can do a stint where you get a chance to rest a prior or rest a Nolenski mm. you know what I mean I, 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 I have vision flashbacks of that Warrington game when we were in control yeah. and Nolenski got injured he, he played prior and prior could hardly walk and we had yeah. no prop but you know when Mustafa you know what I mean Muzzy were available then so mm. you know what I mean you Whereas Rowan, okay, your band's finished, get you in, you, you play. Although I was annoyed with him last week when he didn't pick that wakey kid for Toulouse, but that's a, that's gone now. So, mm-hmm. Muzzy for me, I'd definitely use him, get him keep around. But if we do get anyone in, I don't know. Has the transfer window closed yet? Yeah. Or is it I the end of the month? I thought it closed yesterday. I think yeah, it closed so, yesterday. So, so, we can't anyway, so yeah. let's use the zone. I mean, I don't um, know. Um, um, Sam Walters, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. Because I, I like Sam has been looking well, decent in yeah, the as well. Good. Shame to lose him. Barry compared Muzz um, to Dan Fleury. Yeah, um, in the in the commentary, he said he thinks he's mm. very similar to him. Um, so if Muzz can play anything like uh, Darren Fleury did, I'll be more than happy bloody hell! Yeah, setting him up um, as well. Yeah, just but, to. Again, uh, oh, go on, sorry. So, but again, with Muzzy, he's a Leeds lad, come through our yeah. system, and a Leeds, you saw what it meant to him. And it meant to the lads around him and all. Yeah, they so, when again, he went again, over, it, there's something in that. You know what I mean? You can't buy that. No. You can't buy that passion and that drive. So, yeah, stick with Muzzy. Give him some game time. You've ever got it all you want, and he's good. Yeah. And we have finished this podcast. Thanks for coming on, Mark. Thanks for. Coming on, Reese, as always. Uh, just one final thing, chaps, um, to, to end on. Do you think it's interesting that uh, Sky were very up in arms about Newman's try that was given, but nobody mentioned the Donaldson try that were disallowed that were a try? And then uh, mm-hmm. I've noticed that cretin Mr. Ganson's crawled out from under his rock. That's exactly that what I'm Why, you know, th- this season has been, it's been, well, there's been a lot of decisions this year, haven't they? You know, with the match review panel and bans and tries and no tries and low, quite a few high profile ones and yet Ganson comes out over that exactly what, what, has, what has tempted him to speak about the referees and things now more front, more front than Brighton and on that <laughs> I, you know hides away and shies away you don't hear a peep over these bigger much, much bigger issues in the game. And yet, Harry Newman scores a try and then it, all of a sudden he's there. And I noticed, I think it was Ian Leiborn who kind of brought that news of, or I saw Ian tweeting it. Yeah, yeah. And straight away I went to the retweets and the quote tweets and the comments and everyone was like, "What? what where, where, where's this come from? You know, why, why is he speaking up now? We've had all these decisions all year and we've had nothing. 
Wigan get beat, Wigan get banned, and all of a sudden it's, oh, oh, we can't have that. Oh, can't do that. What did you make of it, Reese? It was just, I think it was four minutes into the coverage that they've covered it straight away. And I haven't, I don't recall any other game this year when they've had to go back to a referee. If they had, if they did that every week, the, you know, going back to referee decisions and saying it was wrong, yeah. there wouldn't be a game to cover. No. Because there's, there is, there's mistakes all the time. It was strange that two referees got it wrong and they did yeah. get it wrong. Yeah. Um, but I've, I haven't seen any other games, maybe I haven't watched enough of it, but. I haven't seen any other games where they've had to go back and do that. Just, no. And it wouldn't have changed the game either. Didn't matter, did it? Didn't matter. It didn't need to be mentioned on the coverage. Like just a, you know, a tweet or an article after. Yeah. Getting up in arms about, you know. Yeah. It's not as if it were like a semi-final or a grand final where they look back and go, yeah. that was the moment. That was the, the point where the momentum changed, you know. But mm. yeah, good point, Mark. You're right to bring it up at the end. Um, <laughs> before we all, we all leave this one, um, Catalan's away next. It's always tough there. What do you prediction for this one, Reese? What do you see us getting out? Well, we, well, I'm hoping we actually take a squad uh, yeah. <laughs> to France uh, next time. Um, and it's not a million degrees. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a million degrees. Hello. Um, Again, consistency. I think if we can play like that, we can challenge anyone. Yeah. Um, so the challenge is to play like that again. Um, we know what Catalan like to do. I hate playing against Catalan because just, you know, their yeah. ability to cause set restarts and zero tackle and just be niggly and get at you. Um, but we're a high, we're delusional. I'm going to say a 10 point <laughs> heroic win uh, for Rhinos. Mark, how do you see it? I think we can beat them. Yeah. If we can do that to Wigan, we can beat right, them. That's the delusion. Here we go. <laughs> if we can wipe, if we can do that to Wigan, we can do it to them. Because they're another team. They're good. They're tough. But if you get in the faces and give them it, they don't like it. They don't like it at all. So you're saying leads by leads by eight. Hey, I'm gonna go more, me. I'm going to go more. What did you say? 10 race. Yeah, I'm going to go more. My, my delusion. 50, 60, 70. <laughs> We're playing Catalan at all. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to say, and this this can go on records. Anyone can kind of throw it in my face. But I always say I'm going to win anyway on here. I'm going to say leads by 22. There you go. Oof. Sheer delusion is here. <laughs> that, that'll be a statement on a statement. That. <laughs> we'll see. Gentlemen, thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks for your work. Everybody, thank you for watching live on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Everybody, thank you for listening to this, whenever, whatever platform platform you are listening to this. The next lot pod will be the match review of Catalans sometime next week, and we'll do the draft as well. Thanks a lot, chaps. Take care. See you later. Cheers, lads. Bye-bye, Stay Cheers. safe. Have a great weekend, lads. Thanks Bye-bye. for having me.